John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Middle of the Row, the podcast episode 28. This week, we are doing a current release in the movie Tomb Raider, the reboot of the reboot of the video game franchise. Does that make sense? The adaptation of the reboot. Yeah, adapta- yeah. a reboot. It is itself a reboot of another franchise, video game franchise that has also been rebooted and is using the rebooted version as the re- for the reboot. Okay. Yeah, I think we got it there. Speaking of which, whatever happened to reboot? What a great cartoon. It's coming back. They're making a new one. No way. Wait, are they really? Yeah, Netflix is doing it. Yes. That was a that was a Toronto based production. But it's, it's like by the it's way. half live action, half animated. It looks weird. It look what? it looks terrible. It, the graphics were better a while ago. <laughs> Wait, are you kidding I'm me? I'm cutting this out. Um, <laughs> uh, no, keep it in. Uh, it's so charming. Tomb Raider is stars Alicia Vikander, Dominic West, Walter Goggins, Daniel Wu. And briefly, Kristen Scott Thomas and some random henchmen. It was directed by a guy named Roar. What a name. Roar Uthoag. Uthoag? Uthoag? He's uh, Norwegian. What has he done? I've the heard wave? I've heard of The Didn't Wave. Like I've heard of The Wave. I've not seen The Wave. Oh. I heard it was good, though. Wait, is that based on the young adult book? I have no the idea. The Fifth Wave? That's different. Hmm. That was like aliens. No, no, no. No, no, no. The Wave is a... The wave is like a book about like a giant wave. No, it's about a. This is about a giant I wave. If it was a... I don't think it's. Oh, is it? Re- okay, so it's not. It's not the same thing. <laughs> Never mind. the The book I'm thinking of is about like a high school teacher who tries to recreate like the Nazi movement in her high school to try to like teach her kids a lesson because they're not really getting it. <laughs> that sounds safe. We're gonna. Yeah. We're, we've already broken a record for like tangents on the podcast. <laughs> As we said, it's an adaptation of the video game series of the same name. Uh, it stars uh, Laura Croft, and she is a... Two- uh, it's Laura. Laura? What did I say? <laughs> Laura? Laura. Laura. As someone with the name Laura, it's very necessary to get that correct. <laughs> My mom's name is Laura. This is not Laura Croft. Okay. It's Lara Croft. Um... <laughs> She is British. She is in a very wealthy family. Is she British in the games? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think so. Okay. Wow. Uh, I don't think Maybe I've ever played any of these games. Maybe someone else should have started the podcast tonight. <laughs> and uh, her father disappeared seven years ago. And she's not inherited any of the money, not gone into the family business. She's just, I guess, doesn't think he's dead. Uh, everybody else does. You and, guess? <laughs> Did you pay huh? attention to the movie? Well, no, at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, she didn't think he was dead. 
Well, I, I told these guys I missed the first like three minutes of the movie. I think. Good job. Um, so uh, maybe I they they ex- made that explicit in those three minutes. Uh, I came in when she was getting choked out in the the ring. Um, but uh, she ends up. Being put on the same path as her dad, who might have a secret Tomb Raiding path uh, in his past as well. Tomb Raider is about a girl who goes to find her dad. Yeah, but it shouldn't be about that. Was that ever the premise of any of the games? It doesn't have to be the premise of one of the games. I know, but I don't know. It's just getting right into my criticisms of the movie. That was a pretty generic adaptation, I thought. I don't know. That's why I was curious if it was... If that's what the games are about. So what I would say Mm. is it's a mixture of the reboot and then someone who just played it, the the sequel to the reboot, that has more of Lara following her father's trail more explicitly, like uh, in the second game. So she's orphaned in both. Yes, yeah. Her father father has appearances in flashbacks in both games. But that's it. Okay. Good to know. So there, there is some grounding to that. But I, I was... I remember, I remember didn't the, the first of the reboots, like, start in the middle of a snowstorm? Nope. Like, very action-oriented? That's, that was no? the second. second one. That was the second one? Okay. Do, do they ever show her starting from, like, becoming, like, hey, I'm just a yes. badass yeah. girl? That was, that okay. was the... That was um, the first one. And that, that okay. one takes place on Yamatai, just like this movie. Uh, that uh, the okay. island. Um, so it is a fair. It's supposed to be a fairly. It takes um, some liberties. Same, same island, uh, same woman, very different. Yeah. Okay. Lauren, did you play it too? Uh, I just replayed the first one, and I'm replaying the second one right now. Gotcha. So you've you've both played both games that are relevant to this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Great. Do can I ask? Do any of us have any experience with the previous iterations of it, and or the previous iterations of the adaptations, the film adaptations. I watched both of the older movies. I mean, it's been forever. They're not very good. Like they're, they're definitely more campy and like they're, they follow the older games, which makes sense. Um, And those are the ones starring uh, Angelina Angelina Jolie. Um, But the older the older games are also more just kind of fantastical. Like the one thing, the one thing I I don't like about the grounded approach to the new games is that we'll never have a double pistol wielding Lara Croft go up against a T Rex. It's just never say never. I mean, my fingers are crossed, but I don't I don't see it happening as much as I want it to. I never played the PlayStation games, the very early games, but I played a few of them when they were on the 360. There was like um, Tomb Raider Underworld, which had a lot of swimming and shark attacks, so you know I really love that. (laughs) Um, And yeah, they were... They're forgettable, is the nice way of saying it. uh, There were some... I played the first one, not the second one, but there were some isometric games. You could buy mm-hmm. in like the Xbox Live Store or whatever, and the first yeah, one was pretty good. good. They have some like, but yeah, they, they have some the decent. Re- or the reboot is definitely the best for me. That's for sure. Yeah, I, would I agree. think I own at least three or four Tomb Raider games just from the free <laughs> yeah. games that you get with Xbox. But I still have never. Well, played I have any. like the four-player co-op one. 
I think it's like a top-down shooter or something. It's probably the isometric one. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that's our history with... Well, John, you have zero history with the games, too, like me. Well, I mean, I... I only I was a Nintendo kid growing up, and so I never and I never really had a gaming PC. Boom, um, and so I was always I knew I was very aware of the games, and I remember doing like fan art and stuff uh, when I you was did, younger. You did Lara Croft. Oh my God, Lara! I'm gonna say it wrong every single time. <laughs> I'm, I'm logging out now. <laughs> spoiler! Spoiler alert, everyone. Uh. So you did fan art for Tomb Raider, even though you didn't play the game? Wonder yeah, why. Of, yeah. I mean, <laughs> nothing. Here, I, I will preface this. It was nothing overtly, like, sexual or anything like that. I mean, have you like, seen I was, her I was a teenage boy, but I was just barely a teenage boy. I mean, the only reason she wasn't even more sexualized is because she was, like, polygons. They didn't have enough pixels. Yeah. <laughs> so that's our history <laughs> with Tomb Raider. Oh, and I will say, uh, I when I got home from the movie today, I considered watching some of the old, like the Angelina Jolie ver- versions. And the first one is on Netflix. And I started it. And before the title sequence could roll, I turned it off. Pretty sure in one of them she bites someone in a towel, if that piques your interest. Nope, not at all. <laughs> Instead, I started Man of Steel again for like seventeenth time. <laughs> That's it. There, there's a great movie for you. Mm-hmm. So Tomb Raider, uh, I was not a fan, and I think it got progressively worse as it went along. Um, I, 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 I mean, these games were obviously inspired by Indiana Jones and. All that fun stuff, and would you say the new games were influenced by Uncharted? Oh, I mean, definitely, or definitely. She she did come first. Yeah. Well, I would say the yes. new ground so Uncharted in, like, was inspired by Tomb Raider, and then Vice. Yeah, and then the change in style from Tomb Raider was inspired by Uncharted. I guess. Yeah. Okay, so all three of those things I would throw into the same camp, and Tomb Raider is far and away the worst iteration of those three things that I, this movie is the worst of the uncharted games the indiana jones movies i don't know i just well, kept i know it's not fair movie yet so that's true um i haven't i know it's unfair to compare them but at the same time i feel like especially the ending of this this movie just is dying to be compared to indiana jones yeah I don't know. I can get into more details. I'll wait for spoilers for that. But um, I was not a fan. Even though I liked... The candor was a good sport. And she's always watchable. Entertaining. And does a good job. But uh, beyond that, I had a lot of problems with this movie. John. Got ice in my mouth. Um, Yeah, it was... I feel very torn and conflicted because... There is one really big prominent aspect that made me want to like this film and like made it like compelling for me throughout watching it. But at the end of it, even though there were some really good set pieces and some really good nope. uh, action sequences, <laughs> um, at the end I was just like, I don't know if this was like 
like a, a bad like video game adaptation or just a really poor action movie. And I try to compare it to like, because I don't watch a lot of action films, period. And I don't know if it's also the, it's got a lot on its shoulders being the first in a reboot of what's going to obviously be a franchise. Um, Maybe. But like, I like I was trying to compare it to other action movies that I love and like the start, the new Star Trek series I love. Uh, most I would argue it's films. a failure um, on both fronts. I thought it was enough. poor action, and it didn't embrace the video gamey side of things at all. But you haven't even played uh, the video games. But if they're like Uncharted, I would say that it, it, I would say I, there's no. I mean, I get it's supposed to be more grounded, but I don't know. It still didn't. I I was looking for a little bit of over the topness that i don't know i felt like it didn't go far enough well one thing one thing i will say and one thing that had me comparing it to like some other movies would was like uh the exoticness of uh this series like this series is about like an explorer and adventurer so like multiple different locales and explorations of those settings and environments would be amazing uh heck even captain america civil war kind of did that or like uh or like the Mission Impossible movies, like, uh, I don't care what you say. I'm not sure if there's been a bad Mission Impossible movie, and I'll fight you to, I'll fight you on that. Two, uh, is not I'll stand yeah, my ground. I would agree with I, on hey, that one. hey, the, I mean, this girl has to sell her necklace in order to get to one island. No, We're not have no, a this, this is good point. Good point. Movie. And the games don't like hop around the oh, okay. yeah the okay. game like this movie this the two main settings or the two big set pieces i guess are in the game the first game is what the boat and then stuff on uh well, i mean the yamatai. boat's just the first cutscene. yeah but it's like those that's so it's yamatai first game second game what siberia yeah but it's that same kind of like it really you're right it doesn't go very many different places it explores the place the place it mainly stays in but it's usually uh, one location. Regardless, um, like I, yeah, yeah, I feel like it was still missing that. I don't know. I like I would have. Yeah, I agree. I, I felt there was no it. scope. This movie felt very small to me. So Black um, Panther. <laughs> I mean, I, I I would push back on that because I feel like with Black Panther you were getting to know just that one place really really well. But I like all that to all that to say. Those were like some flaws that were apparent to me after the fact where it's just like when i was thinking about would i recommend seeing this or um or even like watching it again or something like that and i was like i'm not sure but then the thing that really worked it for me was alicia vikander's portrayal i think she was amazing and i think she brought uh some nuance and some subtlety to this role that started out extreme with this character that started out extremely problematic and she made it like i don't she she was she just here's what i'll say (laughs) this is and this is gonna sound weird but one of my favorite things about this movie was just watching her run on screen because when she ran she was so determined and she was so empowered and she was so like capable and confident. And I was just like, Oh my God, this woman kicks ass and that's awesome. And so, yeah, that's what kept me watching this movie. And that's maybe what will keep me watching the series. 
but as a whole for this film, nah. Your best set piece shouldn't be a bike chase scene in a Tomb Raiding movie. I think that's that's one thing that just popped into mind when you were talking about. Hey, the set hey, piece. hey! We're not we're not on spoiler set, Zach. Yeah, that's early in the movie. Oh, also, also, the John Woo Mission Impossible Two is probably the greatest action movie of all time. I'm really, oh, yeah, boy, you need, John, you need, you need to watch some more yeah, action movies. Yeah, you were saying you don't watch action movies, and that's apparent when you're John, making a statement like that. I mean, there like is, that. there is some, there is some decent action in that movie, but it's not. It's a, ter- it's a, it's the only bad movie of those. I'm, I'm being, I'm being super hyperbolic, but, but every <laughs> like. Everything that's really bad about that movie, I actually secretly love at the same time. I mean, Power Rangers is the best action movie. Yeah, it we is. Can, I'm gonna fight we you. Can, I'm we can fight battle both of you. Mission Impossible two when we review Rogue Nation this summer, or whatever it's called. What's it called? I that was have the no last idea. one. End of the uh, chain. Uh, it's one word. Overlord. Shit. <laughs> we should know this. Mission Impossible. Fallout. Fallout. Because he falls out of the helicopter, guys. Like Um, every single one of them. But I still want to see Ben and Lauren. Lauren, you want to go first? Talk (laughs) simultaneously. I mean, I had no expectations going into this. And I don't know if it's because of that, but I felt like I was watching the whole movie just waiting for it to suck. And it didn't to me. So I enjoyed myself. Oh, also, me and Lauren saw this together. That was really awesome. (laughs) And I met John, Kyle. John, oh. John was creeping on her in the corner. The, the yeah, I definitely had no idea you took that picture. Hey, <laughs> I was, I was, I told you that I was making Zach jealous. Yeah, but you didn't say. P.S. I'm photographing you. <laughs> you could, we could barely see you in the picture anyway. It was dark. I think I'm in the same camp as Lauren. It's like I expected. I didn't expect much. I was hoping for something truly fantastic, but I had very low expectations. Um. And as someone who admittedly has seen way too many video game adaptations... Oh yeah, same here. <laughs> this is this is one of the stronger ones, I would say. Um, yeah, it is. I still think... No Assassin's Creed. My, um, Assassin's oh, Creed, God. I watched this weekend, and you have garbage taste, Zach. I gotta... So, I'm just gonna be... I'm gonna... Boom! I'm gonna throw it completely out there. My all-time favorite video game adaptation. Although it takes severe liberties with the material. Mortal Kombat. The first Mortal Kombat movie is amazing. It's not a good movie. It is so dumb um, fun. But if we want to talk about video games that should go do a certain way, when you play when you have an Assassin's Creed movie, maybe set the majority of the movie in the past as it should be. <laughs> well, that was a budgetary thing. But I thought stuff that was in I mean, we could go into how many problems I have with that, but we don't. Oh, Assassin's we don't Creed has some dumb stuff that happens in it, but we're not talking um, about that movie. The whole thing is dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah, I. I remember when you said you were you were playing that drinking game every time an eagle panned in. Oh God, I was like, poor. Oh, there was one scene yeah, where it was just Lauren. like a sky full of eagles, and like my liver just immediately died. <laughs> um. But I'm actually looking at a list of video game movie adaptations, and I would say, like, out of all the ones I've seen, I've got Mortal Kombat, and then right behind it, I would put, like, Resident Evil, Doom, and Tomb Raider all kind of in this, you know, pretty okay, like, enjoyable Uh, mark. I'm Tomb Raider, Resident Evil, the first one, all the rest kind of suck. Yeah. Slash really suck. Well, the second one's And then maybe Prince of Persia? Ooh, yeah, okay, I would put Prince of Persia on on par with these as well, like that, um, just like, 
But it's funny you mentioned Prince of Persia because I think it has the same thing going forward. It's like this movie could have been just not enjoyable at all if it didn't have such an awesome lead. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is so good as the Prince of whatever is like Destin. You know he's Persian, so. (laughs) And then I think Vikander is like John said, she is fantastic in this movie. Um, God. My I hope, body wants to be her body when it goes up. I hope even if, <laughs> <laughs> I hope if if this doesn't get enough money for a sequel, that really bum me out. If they reboot it again, I hope they still use her because she is she is Lara Croft. I checked the box office earlier today. I think it's under thirty million here, but it's like over one hundred million overseas. What's the budget? Um, I have no idea. Oh, there's no way it's, it's the budget is ninety to. So the budget is ninety to one hundred six, and the box office is currently one twenty eight. Well, maybe they will make another one. Film critic and podcast host John Negrani, who I follow on Twitter. Oh, I Shout saw out his to John. list that you shared. Did you? Yeah. So here is his list. Oh, from his best his to worst. his last one is the other one I watched with Assassin's Creed, and it was only slightly worse than Assassin's Creed, but they're both bad. So he actually he's got a list of thirty seven, and at the very bottom is Hitman Agent Forty Seven. It's which awful. I believe it was. The, I couldn't. I couldn't the watch it. To Hitman. I had to watch it a second time because I kept getting interrupted the first time. So I thought maybe that's why the movie made no sense to me. But no, it's just a bad movie. <laughs> and and that's with the guy from Homeland too. So it's got like a pretty good lead. Um, but he put this at the top. And Tomb Raider. So it goes Tomb Raider, Hitman, Warcraft, Silent Hill, Resident Evil, Angry Birds at number six, Mortal Kombat at seven, Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within at eight, and Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time at nine. Can I, can I just say the Final Fantasy Spirits Within is, like, I don't know why people consider that a video game adaptation, because it's not. It's a, yeah, it it's a video game movie, but, but it's, it's But not. it's not based in any of the... There, at that point, there was like was 12 sequel, Final yeah, Fantasies, like and it wasn't any of you them. Didn't, you, didn't, you didn't see that Chocobo in the background? Um, so <laughs> There's Zach with the one Final Fantasy reference. I, I, love, um, I love me some Chocobos. I don't, I'm not going to lie. I could pronounce that better than Lara. Um, so <laughs> How do you say it correctly? <laughs> I don't know what it is. Lara. I don't know what it is. Lara. Lara. Okay. As someone who had a best friend for... The- majority of her childhood who kept calling her Lauren even though she I kept telling her it was not that please pronounce it correctly hey also quick Blood Rain had more than one movie yeah, yeah. I didn't know that yeah I think like it's how? I think it's how from did the same, get another one I think it's from the same guy who did uh, Alone in the Dark he's just known for making really shitty video game adaptations I don't even know what Alone in the Dark is, so I have to look that up. Not the movie, oh, you don't. It's horror. Oh, wasn't the Silent Hill movie good? <laughs> I would say it was it's towards it's the top mixed. of that guy's list, I think. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. Like It had a good director. I, would put that, I always wanted to see it because of the director. I would put that with uh, Warcraft, which is below the others I mentioned. Like they're, Those are decent, like enjoyable, but not... Like I wouldn't recommend them to... A lot of people. Who uh, Daniel Wu was apparently in Warcraft. I was looking at his IMDb, IMDb page earlier. The guy who played Lu Rin. Um, let's talk spoilers. So spoilers. Sure. Spoilers. 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 So, 
this movie was just a walking cliche to me though i don't i don't know like there was nothing like the little the traps at the end weren't interesting i I don't know i just felt like oh that's it like every two seconds every time the movie tried to do something i felt like that's it i think that's all you got my my only The the boat scene the boat crash was well done I think that was about it. What about Which the waterfall? I heard that they had to reshoot some of that because she got so cold that there was like footage of her where she looked blue, blue. and they couldn't correct it or something. <laughs> At least I think but, it was that scene. I might have just assumed it was that, but at some point in this movie they had to reshoot it because her coloration was gone. I, I would have to say my, my two favorite sequences. The, the waterfall sequence, I loved that, especially since it's almost exactly like it what it was in the, the game. Um, Kyle has a note about that. Apparently that type of plane is made out of aluminum and aluminum does not rust. So take that in. (laughs) Okay. And then the other one I loved and I felt like it was just the first time she killed somebody like in that mud pit. I, I loved that whole fight. I thought that was great. Tough to see what the hell is going on. Maybe you need to get your eyes checked. Shot a little too close for my liking as well. But I don't know. There was there were some flourishes, some flashes of like cool shots, especially like the water stuff. I guess that's why he was known for the wave. But uh, I don't know. Oh, I like, also I just I love the shot of her running through like with the bow and arrow, just like nailing um, those shots. That was awesome too. Yeah, the, that whole camp just seemed too. I don't know. Again, the the ge- the geography of it didn't make any sense to me. Like all of a sudden, she kills one guy, and they're able to get everybody away. But then, then all of a sudden, everybody's on top of them again, shooting at them. Uh, I I don't know. Well, why doesn't the dynamite work on the door? I'm not trying to be too literal, but I I don't know. That just I was shaking my head a lot watching this movie. And I find it interesting that were these same sequences like, oh, they're just, yeah, that was solid to you guys. I mean, it, I mean, I know neither one of you are tossing super high praise on the movie, but yeah, I thought everything worked pretty well. I mean, the, I think there were some shots with like CG that were not great, but everything else was fine. Hmm. <laughs> my, my only real beef, um, with the movie as a whole, the biggest one was um. So they they made so Himiko in in the game is she's I believe she was a sun goddess, and she wanted. Oh yeah, like, someone explain the the point of the her well, story it, to me. Her story is completely different in the game. Yeah, in okay. the game, like, yeah. someone explain me the movie. Yeah, which which was weird because at first in the game, what, don't, what, like, what is your question about her in the movie? Why did she? Why would they build this whole tomb for her? And like, how was she sacrificing herself? She she locked herself away so she wouldn't kill everyone with yeah, the make disease she carried. But how did they know she had the disease? So she, she was killed people. The with they disease. thought she, they thought she was magical, and they were she was killing oh, everyone by like cursing them. Yeah. Okay, so she was touching people, no, yeah. and, no, and my, they would my die. Only... So Zach, which part that she fell asleep to was your favorite? <laughs> no, I just I could not click to me why I, it did not click. Like that that made sense to me. Um, no, it makes sense. It makes sense, but the, I don't think they. I felt like 
No, so the the weird. I never got her backstory. Was the backstory in the first minute of the movie? Is that what I missed? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. wait. <laughs> oh, it was actually. That's right. It was said that she. It was said that she took over. Um, she took over the the her her land with witchcraft, like dark witchcraft, mm-hmm. and she was defeated she by was like an army everyone. comprised of her generals' legions. Like she would, she would. She could kill those yeah. with just a touch, kind of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. oh, she literally, okay, got it. Okay. Um, so this isn't the movie's problem. This was me yeah. being on a train, yeah. and rushing to see the movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, but so the problem, the only problem I have with it though is like, so I when it had that twist of like, oh, she has this disease that kills you. Like I thought that was cool. It's like, it's no, not. That's that's it's cl- that's not clever. Supernatural. <laughs> I, see, I can't decide if I'm upset with that or not. But when they turned they into zombies, I was a little bit kind of really because well, that's I mean, that's a genre that hasn't been died done to yet. death yet. But... So he's not yeah, really I just don't think he had died yet. <laughs> oh, so yeah. he wasn't a zombie. Mm-mm. Yeah, but when did that black guy oh, get God. sick? Well, he I, like stepped back. No, yeah, so and then well, all of a sudden he was, he was one of the gone. people to touch her. Yeah, but it was just it was it was shot weird. All of a, I mean, I think it makes sense, but again, it was like the film making there was like he, he did take like a step back but then he just kind of disappeared from the scrum and i'm like where did that guy go i'll tell you and, my complaint with that scene why would they make it so that her body would sit up yeah that was really weird too like hey she's really uh deadly if you touch her <laughs> like let's they make legit it surprise did a jump you scare and- <laughs> for people just in case they came to get her body <laughs> I think the one thing I will say about that entire sequence was I think that was also a point when I realized, like, with the sense of resolution and what was happening with the conflict, um, I think that's when I realized that, oh, hey, this is definitely going to be a franchise because it it just, there, there seemed to be no stakes and it seemed like the, the only stakes that they had was that they were trying to hint at was the overreach of or the excuse me, the wide reach of this organization, Trinity. So even though they were able to dispatch like two maybe zombies really quickly or whatever, like that's not the main. Yeah, there, there, tension there was there. no the tension. There was like, zero tension in this movie. Like I the, the I mean, one, there was it's a lot of tension in that bowstring. <laughs> I mean, you have the. You have the you, yes, you run into that problem when it's the the lore, the I'm not going to say her name the Tomb Raider movie. <laughs> Obviously, the Tomb Raider girl probably isn't going to die, but usually, if the movie was well made, I would think she was going to die at some point. But I did not at once thought she was going to die. Well, of course, like, she's not. did I you feel that he... way watching Tomb or what's his Assassin's Creed when it was in the past? Like, was that was that a concern for you there too? I don't know, but I'm just saying. Yeah, that guy was jumping I, off buildings and a movie, a, a movie skydiving with, from like eighty floors up into a bale of hay. I, <laughs> I will say, a good filmmaker I, can make a character who's never gonna die tense. You know, like you, I don't you know, can do I that. felt it. Yeah, I was. I'm just I, saying. I, I'm no, I, no, no, that's I, fine. I'm just saying. I that's where I was in the movie. That's why it was just so blah towards it. Like I just was like, Meh. I don't know. I mean, she's a very capable person so it wasn't necessary for me to ever believe that she was going to die because i was like this is a movie where i'm like yeah she's awesome quick, quick question okay did, you guys, on that level. Some, did you guys stay for like the, the mid-credits thing 
No, no. I really had to pee. <laughs> Where she? Wait. The guns. I tried to. Yeah. They like. I saw the okay, guns. first of all. Oh, oh the guns. Like, that yeah, didn't count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was like right after. Yeah, me. that was right after. Yeah. Um, what is it? Um, hold on. I will say there was some tension in the fact that yes, she was extremely capable, but this since this was an origin story, there was nothing about her that was tomb raidery. This was literally a woman going to go find her dad and just using that motivation to prep to survive. So I did there was I I will disagree with you Zach cuz I did feel like there was tension in the sense of Yes, I knew that she was a very powerful, capable woman, but she was being put into these new scenarios that she had never been in before. Um, like, yeah, she had sparred with a woman at her gym or whatever, but she's never gone up against, like, a mercenary. And so mm-hmm. the contrast between those two scenes, I was still kind of on edge because I was just like, holy cow, the, here's a moment when the stakes are kind of elevated. And then the scene where she was like, she kept have to, had to, like, jump from part of the plane to the plane. Or from different parts of the plane. The wing because to the body. It just, to the body and then to a different... Because it just kept falling down the waterfall. I was just like... It seemed repetitive and there was definitely a little bit of comedic value. But at the same time, I was like... Good lord, this is literally a college dropout who is super capable. I don't think but she dropped ne- out. I just think she, she never, never went. went. She, she never went to college yet. This is, Which well, was a great a joke, s- in my opinion. Like, what was it? Like, do you go to Oxford or Cambridge? <laughs> uh, about that. <laughs> Well, in the sense that there's this w- woman who has intentionally made the decision not to kind of move forward with her life because she doesn't want to let go of her dad, of the memory of her dad, or accept this idea that he's gone. And so she's being put in these new scenarios just to try to find him, things that she's never prepared for. And that's where I found some of that tension. And that's where I found it really powerful that she was able to overcome those difficulties and struggles. And I get, when I get she that killed she that was guy in that situation, but for whatever reason, I didn't feel like the film was selling. I don't know. It never sold me on that. I would also, um, speaking of the plane, the plane scene again, uh, this, the sequence where everything does start falling in that last pitch where she's like, really? <laughs> I feel that way. Every single time I'm playing a game like Uncharted or Tomb Raider where you're climbing and then shit just starts falling apart. I'm just like, really? God damn it. So the fact that she did that, it made me so happy. It's just like, okay, cool. It's like a nod to the people who have played it. Also, like, I don't know. I guess the, 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 the biggest scene where I was like, what are you doing, director? was the scene where the floor was dropping out and like there was just no sense of how fast it was happening it seemed like all the floor had dropped out and then they she started solving the puzzle and was like stopping and thinking for like 10 minutes it seemed like and i was like just what is that what what (laughs) i don't know i i i had some real problems with and then like oh the whole when she crossed that gap they it was when when it ended, I was like, "That's it. That was the big scene." I I don't know. I I just nothing. It, like I said, as the deeper and deeper we went into the tomb cave thing, it just. And then they had like the the crappiest shootout ever in a movie between Walter Goggins and Dominic West just shooting at each other two feet away. I mean, oh. have you seen Stormtroopers? 
Yeah, but I'm not saying that the fact that they're missing. But those, but was... those make great noises, and they're like shiny and pretty colors. <laughs> pew pew. I'm not saying other movies don't do this. Just I, I never was able to get hooked into this movie. I, I, especially once she left, once she was on the island, is where I really started getting bored with this movie. The one, the one thing that I think I will kind of agree with Zach on that is, again, with the sense of scope, I like, I feel like this could have been, or this, this, there should have been, they should have taken more advantage of just wider shots or more kind of, um, expanded shots to, to really put you into the scenery or the places or give them a sense of like the fish out of waterness that Lara was in, whether it was in like, you kind of got a little bit of that when she was in Hong Kong and she was going around asking people like whether or not they know who Lou Ren is. (laughs) (laughs) And, but like even just more of like more of a sense to heighten that level of, discomfort or unfamiliarity that way when you're brought to these scenes where she's just overcoming these struggles it's that much more impressive it's like oh my gosh this this girl not even woman this girl because she's super she's supposed to be super young or whatever also i would think in seven years walter goggins could have blown up that whole island and found the tomb (laughs) but that was another just i mean you only have so much dynamite yeah. Well, no. He, he, they just shipped it in whenever he needed more dynamite. Well, think about remember I, I, uh, Richard, which again, the the or not again, but I'm the, not buying that excuse. The, no, I mean, if you're gonna blow up everything, at least they you tried. risk blowing up the thing they're trying to find. Well, yeah. I, I, I appreciate I appreciated the, the the attempt at explaining it, but I I didn't buy it. I did. Like for which one? That which Richard like was that setting up like false like, leads, was which deep, worked. Setting up decoys like that worked somehow. for me. Also, the fact that he was alive was awesome. Like, I did not expect that at all. When that what? happened, that was the first moment in the movie where I got worried. But, like, I didn't... <laughs> it As it went on, I was fine with it. And it's like, you knew he was going to die as soon as he showed yeah, up. Yeah, but it was, it was also one of those, like, holy shit, he's alive in this story. Because he's never been... Like, he was always a flashback character in all... I mean, all the games mm-hmm. I've played, at least, so... Well, from... I, I mean, I was just waiting for that to happen. Like, I don't know. That that's just me. I, but you had the game to. Yeah, the game. To, the game is like yeah. my dad's dead. You know, yeah. I've learned from him so much. I'm not ever going to talk with him again. Oh look, here he is. That that surprised me. I mean, the was whole the trope of like the fact that she thought a job she was to do was that also in the game? Was what? One of you has to repeat yourself because that all blended. John can repeat himself. The uh, the thing he kept saying to Lara and like the thing and whenever he was leaving and the, like the ex- not the excuse but the reason he was oh like, like the the kiss like, on the fingers no that's that's movie only no 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 the uh, he and it was the thing that she quoted at the end Crofts like they have, have a job to, to do, do. Or, like, also why didn't she just expose so. this lady at the end of the movie why does she I um, if you we haven't gotten that to that woman, part yet. you run the risk of destroying your whole company yeah well, she didn't care about the company. Maybe she does now because it was her father's. Yeah, it's her father's. To her, it's what's left of her father's legacy. But she thinks his legacy is the tomb raiding. Well, she needs that business to be able to tomb raid. Yup. Yeah, just she's a, she's a, the, she's the essentially the British Batman. Let's be British let's be Batman. let's be honest. Like she gets a giant mansion at the end. She gets a secret lair. She's she's British Batman, and it's awesome, and it's kick-ass. It, and yeah, that was it. actually kind of funny. I was thinking about that when I was replaying Rise of the Tomb Raider, how she's basically just Batman. It's 
like just this badass, like trained her in all sorts of. Her superpower is that she's rich. I don't know. That game would have been so much easier had she had a grappling hook. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got the she's grappling. Got the, I, I appreciate. Yeah, and well, there's that, my uh, complaint. She needed her uh, pickaxe much earlier. Well, I'm glad that that was something they put in the reboot of the game, and they they were very intentional of including it in the adaptation of the reboot. Yeah. Well, yeah, her bow and her pickaxe, that's her go-to weapons in the games. I would have loved to have seen her craft more stuff, like maybe make the arrows she was using, because that's a big part of... Um... Yeah, everything got sped up too fast. I, I agree. Like, if they would have spent some more time with her, like... I mean, I guess it was a day or two with her dad, maybe, but... Although, I mean, the crafting also is one of the sure kind of... just night. The, cra- yeah. the crafting okay. also breaks some of the realism, because you can use, like, you know, in the first game, you could take, like, crab shells and some dirt and scrap metal and make shotgun uh, will, you, will you at least agree with me that... You didn't the... craft wep- or you didn't qua- craft ammunition in the first game. You just found it. No, like, upgrades. I thought you had to... Didn't you have to craft, like, you needed certain You didn't things. need, like, shell... Like, you didn't shoot crabs for that. What were the crabs That was just for a then? random achievement if you shot a crab. Oh. You would get, like... XP if you killed the crabs Maybe and that's oh what it was well for. yeah okay. you got salvage there was like an overall salvage that's thing yeah that you could okay kill that's what it was yeah okay the salvage but that was used for everything they changed that up yeah sorry Zach agree with what well just like there's just like the script stuff like the the fact that they had they had nothing to do and like we're still trying to pay service to the 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 captain guy what's his name Lurin um, Lurin. Yeah, like Not that to be was confused just awful. With Lauren. What do you mean? Everything, how was it? Everything awful? with him was just terrible. Once they were on the island, I was just like, seriously, this is the best you can come up with. Like, I don't know. Almost not his movie. Yeah, I was fine with him being a supporting character. Then just forget about him, or just let him die. Who cares? I, I do. Know. I liked him. I mean, I just I liked him too, and then they didn't the give him anything movie. to do. Yeah, I guess so. this is all just because he's he's replacing uh, what's his name. Um, not Jacob. Oh, is um, it uh, Jonah? He's basically the Jonah because there's this there's a guy in both Tomb Raider games who's like her BFF, who's like you know I'll stand behind you and all that. So I think. All right, you guys have let me complain too much. Talk about what you like. I don't know. Lara was fantastic. Um, I liked pretty much all the action set pieces. Uh, the boat. The waterfall and Laura's first like kill were probably the highlights of those. Although all the action scenes were great in my opinion. Good I like to when she punched the guy in the nuts. Well, that was good. <laughs> um, I like the way she killed uh, killed off Goggins. That was just kind of badass. Pretty risky move. Yeah. Though. True. Well, yeah, but I mean, at that point, I think she assumed she was gonna die too yeah that's true going back to the supernatural element it's like i really wished when she was in that part with the handmaidens they kept talking about the handmaidens i thought we were gonna yeah. go all mummy with like them. survive were, the, just rise the as soon handmaids. as they got to the tomb to like protect the queen yeah that would have been whatever. dope yeah but maybe, then they just made it realistic maybe they i'm hoping that they bring it. in supernatural yeah. as the series progresses or at least do another like something with a sci-fi twist to it still did you guys see they want to put this in the same universe as... Shoot, where is it? Hold on. I gotta find Doom. it again. No. Resident Evil. Um, here we go, here we go, here we go. Um, shoot, sorry. Okay, producer Adrian Ascara 
told IGN in an interview that he may oversee a film universe with Just Cause, Hitman, Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and Thief. Okay, most of those... How the hell would that work? Most of those kind of make sense. But Deus Ex, isn't that like... That's very in the future. future? (laughs) So maybe like the great, 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 great granddaughter of Laura shows up? Just just all the same game. Let's just stop trying to create universes. The Square Enix verse. Do it. Square Enix verse. And then eventually Final Fantasy will pop in too. No. More chocobos. (laughs) Oh my god. Laura Croft riding a chocobo into battle. She would Let's hunt those it. things and get the salvage for parts, and you'll get all your crafting you want with those chocobo feathers. <laughs> here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Come body on, armor out of chocobo. <laughs> if that is kind like Marvel has ruined everything for movies, because <laughs> because no, they other people who thought they could do the same thing. Well, that's what we're saying. Things. Everyone's like, look how well Marvel's done. We could do that, and no, you can't. Well, no, no one, no one has to be able to do it. And whenever a film, whenever people or production companies have tried to create franchises in the past, they still relied on the fact that, hey, we still need to make a good initial movie. And so, like, like I, like when I was comparing this, I was thinking of movies like Pirates of the Caribbean series. Like that first one was, I, I love every, well, the first three. I've only seen the first three, I guess. You but can stop I've loved there. every movie in that trilogy. Um, uh, the fourth one, the Bourne series. Good. Fifth one's all right. I did not see that the one. The Bourne series, an amazing trilogy in each one of those. Like, I could watch each one of those movies by themselves. Like, they stand alone, even though they're part of this bigger story. What's what's a five? Um, What's that? It's like five. It's not a trilogy now. It's like a... Well, I, I yeah, I'm ignoring. No, there's five. Ignoring, five. No, there's five. It's the, there's the Jeremy Renner yeah, one. The, oh, uh, I haven't watched that one. I should. Legacy. Since Alicia Vikander's in it. Underrated. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm ignoring right, I the uh, the ones besides the original trilogy. But yeah, like I I try to compare this movie to other film franchises where they've had great individual installations, and I was just like, this is an okay film, and maybe. Its justification is that it's going to make a kick-ass franchise, but that shouldn't be the ex- that shouldn't be the reason for the existence of a movie by itself. And so that was my big struggle with it. However, again, the thing that put me over the edge in terms of like being able to enjoy watching it was again Alicia Vic- Vikander, like she did amazing. And and again, also like to come back to this, like being able to take a character who's uh, entire conception is to play on like the two male kind of like immediate like set like sensory gratifications, whether it's action or sex. Like to build a character solely around those two concepts, and then create a franchise based on that. And then for them to take that character and say, "Hey, there's got to be more to this character than just that. Let's see if we can kind of." reboot it and redeem it in that sense and then to do that very well with this amazing actress um i think i that's what that's all the reason i need i think for this film i guess despite all of its but would you recommend it to someone else see that's a great question like i think who's this movie for fans of video games or just you know, it's for it's it's a fan, popcorn. It it's a popcorn female, action flick. Uh, female, who like strong female, strong characters. female characters. Yeah, people who like 
Well, and just in, in the sense society for because society needs to be able to see a strong female character in a different type of role. And that's not to say that there haven't been instances of that. Of course there have been. But to take specifically an instance of a character that was problematic in their inception and turn that on its head, I think that's really powerful. So yeah, right. society needed this okay, movie. Okay, so would you recommend it to other people? Uh, okay, so it, on my three on my three scale, uh, don't see it. Maybe rent it or see it in syndication or go to the theaters to see it. I think I would say rent it or see it in syndication. All right. I um, would recommend it because I want a sequel. So they need to give all their money to the box office. Okay, but, but then that's fair. That's it. That, honestly, that's a great point. And so then I, I would have to like yeah, but as bump this, it up and say like, no, go see yeah, it. Yeah, as this movie stands, like, I think the reason I'm okay with it was, again, just because I had such low expectations. And it was nice to have a character that I really like be strong in a movie and not be like, that's not her. But so it was great in that. But it's one of those things where... I'm more excited for a sequel now, and I think in a sequel they can really dig into what the Tomb Raider games and world is like. I agree. And I, now I mean, that we've set this up, and she actually wants to be doing this stuff. I agree, and I, it's, I think it's also just a step in the right direction for video game adaptations. That's, that's a, a long history of really, really shitty movies and this is one of those ones that's like, hey, these these can be good. These can be awesome. And then maybe justifies the hope for a Last of Us movie. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Although you have to wonder, because like this game, it kind of took the skeleton, like the bare bones skeleton of the series and made its own thing. So if we got a Last of Us, like it wouldn't. I don't. I always wonder about those things. Like, do you want a direct? I, w- I wouldn't. Want, I would not. Because, like, that's the, the thing about movie. Mass Effect. It's like, yeah, I love that game, and it would be great to have, like, a two-hour, like, structured thing instead of having to play a 32-hour game in order to experience that story again. But it's like, I don't know, maybe adaptations are best when they don't try to recreate the Well, I think, I think, a, game, I think a game like The Last of Us that has, like, a 19-hour campaign like that could be done into a movie it could be done well yeah it could um i think a game like the last of or um mass effect that's just too long a game uh i think horizon zero dawn even that took me like 22 hours my first run i could i would i I could see that being a kick-ass movie um Mm -hmm. yeah and just like with the last couple game well no because uh assassin's creed wasn't that complex it's just I feel like this movie uh it I'm just I'm okay with it not biting off more than it can chew. So that's why the story being as simple as it is is okay with me because half the time these movies try to cram in so much stuff that they just don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean like I, I think like you, yeah, and like, and like you and like you <laughs> said now it, now it could be like with the sequel now that it has like it has a they know, can step fan based, so to speak. They can build on what people liked about this one, um, which uh, you know, I I think there's a Ram- lot a lot mm-hmm. to enjoy. So Rampage is gonna blow this movie out of the water. Rampage looks so stupid. Oh god, I can't <laughs> wait for that. That's another video game adaptation that maybe won't be shitty, 
And even if it is, it'll still be enjoyable, shitty. I'm not counting my giant mutated chickens. Chocobos? No, not everything's about chocobos. There is also... I, have you guys seen uh, The Rock's, like, justification for making that movie? Or, like, all the movies that he makes that are somewhat Isn't questionable? Isn't the justification they Money? look cool to him and he wants to do it? They say, hey man, we'll pay you millions of dollars to do this. And then he's like, mm, okay. Essentially. Yeah. That That's fine. Good story, bro. Um, next week, we're going to be doing... The sequel to Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim Uprising. Much to the joy of everybody on the podcast, apparently. Giant robots! Yes! Expect spoilers for the original and that one when you w- listen to that episode, so make sure you've seen both. Damn it, that means I need to see the first one again. Well, you don't have to watch all the MCU movies, so you're okay now. I do, just not this week. Yes. <laughs> We were going to do the MCU bracket and pick our favorite Marvel movies, but we've decided to delay that a few weeks, a couple weeks, probably till right before Infinity War comes out. But yeah, so Pacific Rim Uprising, go see it. We're going to. I'm Zach Goldenberg. You can find us at middleofroad.com. And you can also find me at Zach Goldenberg uh, wherever you find at Zach Goldenberg. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can follow me on Twitter at, at the Grigsby Bear, and you can follow all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. I'm Jonathan Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at Another Rahul J, and you can follow us on Twitter where you'll get updates for whenever we post articles or when we post new podcast episodes. And that's on Twitter at Middle of Row. Hashtag no thought. Also, quick, uh, quick spoiler for the second episode of middle of the dial that's coming out hopefully within the next week it's gonna be a good one it's i'm excited i'm super excited i'm super stoked you didn't spoil anything well the fact that there's one coming is a spoiler (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to build up anticipation and i also don't want to like give it away though too so expect that three people in case he never does it yeah (laughs) no i'm totally gonna do it i'm recording it tomorrow Uh, I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofroad.tumblr.com. Thanks, everybody. Go see Pacific Rim Uprising, and remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. So it's Laura? It's not Laura. Laura? Yeah, Lars and the real girl. Laura? Lara Lara Croft